Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. Hey listeners, happy 2023, happy new year, happy soon to be new lunar new year, year of the rabbit. Just wanted to pop on here and give a little shout out and a little update about where we're at and the state of things in 2023. My interviews are currently open. You can go to please don't kick me out.com for more information or email pdkmo podcast at gmail.com to become a guest. I just wanted to let you know that I'm not going to really worry about how often I'm releasing things or what I'm releasing. It's really just sharing with the masses stories and making sure that people are heard. But in the previous times I've worked on this, um, it has become very fatiguing and very overwhelming as I'm only one person, a one shop stop. So yes, there'll be new episodes. I'll be releasing them on Fridays from now on. I'm not going to release them every week. It's going to be dependent upon my schedule, my mental health, etc. And I just wanted to give you that update. So I hope that you enjoy season three of please don't kick me out.com or sorry, please don't kick me out. Wow. Um, it's, it's early in the morning and I'm very, very tired. Anywho, please don't kick me out third season. Can't believe we've been doing this since 2020. And I'm so excited to continue to share stories with you. So I hope that you enjoy. I hope you keep listening. Like, rate, subscribe, subscribe, share, go to my website, buy my merch, please don't kick me out.com slash shop. My merch is from the lovely Laura, and I'll be sharing more information in the coming weeks about that and all sorts of other stuff. But for now, please enjoy the episode. Hey weirdos, I want to share something with you I've been doing for a couple of months now. It is called Forbidden Bingo with my friend, DJ Rockstar Aaron. We are both from Denver. Uh, Great human. Something that they put on virtually out of the kindness of their heart every week. And I'm just going to start by saying it's 18 plus, just so you know. Um, but it's Forbidden Bingo. Forbidden Bingo is so much fun. You can play it in person if you live in Colorado or if it plays other places, or you can play it virtually online every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Wow, I'm bad at time zones. But you know what? Just go to ForbiddenBingo.com, grab your tickets, and tell DJ Rockstar Aaron and Rich and all the other people that are playing that I sent you. That's ForbiddenBingo.com and unofficially, officially sponsors this podcast. Hey listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. In this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter p-d-k-m-o at checkout to receive 15% off your order.
This week's episode features my dear friend, Katrina. Katrina is amazing. She has so many awesome things to talk about um, regarding ableism, disabilities, um, awareness, advocating for your mental health and your physical health. And I have known her for 10 years. I mean, this is just such a cathartic interview. It's the best way to start 2023. So happy new year and enjoy this episode. Hey, how's it going? You know? It's been a day, but I'm glad to be here. How has it felt like it's been a year and it's been a week? Um, I mean, I have no concept of time anymore <laughs> um, whatsoever. Um, so I'm pretty sure that it's simultaneously 1999, <laughs> 2007, um, you, yeah. and maybe, maybe 2023. I did write 2023 today when I was signing <laughs> did it feel weird I, it I had I was saying it out loud <laughs> you're like I was doing it <laughs> okay 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 like so hi listeners happy fucking new year it is this is please don't kick me out the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome it's been a bit i'm sorry uh uh it's been a pandemic plus depression plus um health shit um but the awesome voice you're hearing on the other end is my dear dear friend katrina katrina um and i have known each other for gosh since 2013 10 years 10 wow Oh gosh. So fun fact about Katrina is she was a neighbor <laughs> of a guy that I dated uh, and his name was Marty and he broke up with, well, he broke up with me. He asked me to live with him. It, it went by admittedly too fast. <laughs> um, he lived in an apartment full of mold. It was the sickest, the sickest I'd ever been. And it was like in Capitol Hill in Denver, okay. which is month to month rent. I don't know how any of us didn't die, to be honest. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, I, I worked, I lived a mile from, I lived with him a mile from work and in the mile, it took me to get home from Cherry Creek. <laughs> he had written a letter, untagged me on Facebook, broke up with me and written me a check oh, that we purchased at a mid-mod furniture store. <laughs> I had my then really good friend, Allison. I called her crying, sobbing, obviously I'm in shock. Uh, she comes, she, she helps me put all of my shit into bags as he's just tossing bags at me and he's just like staring at me sullen. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Marty. I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but if you are, thank you for dumping me because if you hadn't, I would have never been independent. You pushed me. Into yeah. So I wish you the best Marty Balzania, wherever the hell you are in the world. Uh, toot toot. Toot toot indeed. So without further ado, Katrina, what, why don't you give us your elevator pitch, your 30,000 foot overview? Who are you? What do you do? Et cetera. Oh man, that's a elevator great pitch. Question. <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, yeah, so I am uh, from Detroit. I've been in Denver for about 14 years. Um, and I was a stage manager for a lot of different theater and concert stuff and designed costumes and um, waited tables and um, and then I decided that I wanted to get some health care. Uh, health care is important. And so I went back to school, got an MBA. Um, that's about the time that I met Bianca. And Bianca was in, um, in marketing and communications, which is the field that I um, was looking to get into. 
Um, and after I graduated with my MBA, I went and worked for a couple pretty big software companies that you probably know of. One of them rhymes with Schmishmobi. Um, Schmishmobi. <laughs> Woo! Schmishmobi. Yeah. No, no idea what that one is. Oh, me either. Um, I never heard of it. <laughs> when I was working for um, the dear Schmishmobi, uh, I had a pretty big health turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um in 2018 i was diagnosed with ehlers danlos syndrome um uh, postural orthostatic tachycardia um raynaud sogrins uh you know kind of a, a whole family of genetic diseases and mm-hmm. autoimmune conditions um and so i had to really find a different place to work because i lived and breathed everything of my job. Um, And I also, um, in six months, uh, racked up $30,000 of medical credit card debt. um, Because my insurance was not great. Which Schmishmobi, (laughs) you would think. Schmishmobi would have Schmishmobi level healthcare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I wasn't even allowed to do FMLA. Um, because Mm, we were, mm -hmm. I had surgery on December 28th, 2018, and our deal closed with, uh, (laughs) uh, on January 1st, 2019. And so I technically wasn't an employee. And so I had to use all my vacation time. I wasn't allowed to talk to, um, their HR department about insurance. There were like so many different things. Um, Then I um, got dumped by my partner. Oh, I forgot about him. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, strap in. He was fun. He has the the same name as Bianca's husband and (laughs) the last name of a whiskey company. Um, And, you know, I... I made lots of mistakes online dating um and that really might have been the biggest of, one that that definitely was the biggest one for sure um you know like one of the things that he said to me as he was dumping me and my gallbladder was failing and I was on opioids and I was sitting on my bed sobbing trying to figure out like how he was dumping me in that moment um one of the things that he brought up was um that he was on tinder just for hooking up and i should have known that based on his profile hilarious just had his um height in it um you know so um totally my bad totally should have known that height equals only for hookups um and also (laughs) also that like um if someone moves in with you um, and then moves into a second place with you after you buy a house, um, that's still not serious. Um, and so you should really check yourself uh, <laughs> and and just be sure that you're not um, accidentally assuming <laughs> after three years um, that, that they would... Uh, not be a fucking asshole 
Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. This isn't a children's <laughs> show. We'll, we'll, we'll put explicit. Um, so, so, uh, Katrina, we'll get into more of what, what those diagnoses mean. Um, yeah, so that my listeners sure. can have more information about it. This is not going to be the typical, please don't kick me out. We, I'm, I am going to ask the classic questions, fans, listeners, and all there in between. Um, but I want to relate to her story because right now we, you and I just, I, re- I reached out to you back basically. And I was like, Hey, I'm going through it medically right now. And yeah. I, and I empathize. I I've always, I've always empathized with you. I've Absolutely. never once yeah. questioned your, um, your reality and I've never, and, I, and, and if Thank anything, you. you've, you've taught me so much about autoimmune and also, um, you know, uh, not visible quote unquote. Uh, disability and accessibility, right? And yeah. and so those are really important things that I like. This is what this podcast is about: is it's not just making people feel less alone, but it's talking about those topics that are a little bit uncomfy, but yeah. also bringing it into light that if we're going to be like saying, "Hey, equality for all," how about also having accessible options like literally everywhere? And all, I will before I before I let you go into you know diseases. We start talking about diseases and whatnot. For and sure. I will just make sure you do tell the story at some point because I want you to share it about your H O fucking A. Oh yes, of so, course. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I reached out to you, and so for my <laughs> listeners, for my listeners, this is a really vulnerable. Um, po- this is really vulnerable for me to talk about, and I might actually cry. <laughs> um, so I have not been feeling. Tears well. are it's, good. That's the reason I have not been podcasting and the reason why is because my anxiety has been shutting my body down um I have so for my listeners and if you're like oh gosh like is our host that we don't even know or most of you that list my all five listeners are are my friends (laughs) just kidding just kidding I made 17 dollars last year without touching it I know I was like whoa wild um so uh I have I have a follow-up appointment with my doctor on on Monday, she moved it up. I did my blood panels today. The follow-up is just because in the state of Hawaii, you can't prescribe uh, Adderall unless you like do blood panels and 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 blood pressure readings and that kind of stuff every three months. So I'm on five milligrams. And I need to be on ten realistically, and so it's just a follow-up to be like, holy shit, that happened to you. Well, now we're moving forward. So she's she's handling the the um, general practitioner side of things where she'll be communicating with these referrals. Um, and uh, I love my doctor, Jane. She is great. Um, and I feel very cared for uh, considering how shitty Hawaii has been in terms of my medical uh, in general. But anyway, I had asked you because I think it's important. There's not a lot of awareness. I mean, I know a lot about Ehlers, yeah. Ehlers um, Daniels because of Evie Oddly, but also you. You were my Evie yeah, Oddly. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then your other disease, not, not disease, I don't want to say disease, other conditions. Um, so yeah, for sure. would you like to talk about, um, each of those and kind of like shed some, some light and some fun facts, or like maybe even stuff that like you should look out for if you're wondering if you have it. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, Ehlers-Danlos is a genetic condition. Um, and there are, hmm, think we're up to 23 different subtypes Mm -hmm. um and so it being a genetic condition um my grandmother had it my mom had it um or my mom has it she's still alive my grandmother has passed um we're pretty sure that my dad's mom um who passed away when he was 21 way before I was born um 
may have also had it um, because I have some of her same symptoms along with um, some additional um, hypermobility um, EDS is the type that I have, which is the same type as Evie. Um, I got to meet Evie a few <gasps> years ago, right after um, they had one. And um, we paid for, it was their show at Tracks. Um, I miss right Tracks! Right? <laughs> um, my and I was, Tracks is amazing. It, it's, it's, you know, I don't really go, I'm, it's so hard to go out being a person in a wheelchair. Especially that place. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so that, that, um, that show with Evie, I had just had my second of three ankle, right ankle surgeries that I've had so far. Um, Slay. <laughs> and so. <laughs> uh, I across the board. Right. Yes. And, and this was still when I was rather disillusioned about um, my stamina um, yeah. and how, um, you know, basically I, because I was so active for so long and running and running and like waiting tables and working crazy you were hours. On your feet, girl. You were on your feet, girl. You were on your feet. Those little, those, those, those hounds were uh, barking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it also kept my cardio fitness up um, really high because I was just going, going, going all the time. Yep. Um, and then starting to um, work a desk job after my body just, I mean, Oh man, I had uh, so many foot and ankle and hip and all that kind of problems going on from 16 years of waiting tables. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as soon as I stopped walking to work every day, as soon as I um, was home more, I started having really big episodes of... Um, waking up at five o'clock in the morning um sitting straight up out of bed and having to go throw up just stomach acid Ooh, um, sounds like so, me yeah yeah um that that definitely uh it took me about five months for them to diagnose that my gallbladder was um was failing on top of the um, postural orthostatic tachycardia or POTS. Mm -hmm. um, it's a type of dysautonomia that affects your cardiac um, stuff. And so when I go from, um, when I'm not on my meds, if I go from laying down to standing up, my heart rate jumps over 30 beats per minute. Um, oh. And so um, that's not great. Um, it also, I have really low blood pressure. And so when I stand up, then all the blood is in my feet. Um, you know, I have trouble with showering and um, actually I'm in the middle of having my bathroom remodeled to an extremely oh glamorous. <laughs> it's going to be gorgeous. Compliant. It's going to, it's going to be wonderful. I don't think I got to tell you that um, the turquoise toilet that I was so excited about unfortunately can't be made to be ADA and so I had to get uh, a regular 2022 toilet um but I'm going I have this gorgeous 1956 um 
turquoise toilet that I'm going to turn into a cat grass planter. See, that's smart. Patio. For Hubble, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Hubble is going to love it. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. I can have an ADA um, compliant bathroom and all that kind of stuff that way. Um, so the, the remodel and everything like that allows me to um, sit in the shower. Um, yes, you know, I've been same. using like shower, shower chairs and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. you know, and the, the tub is, uh, fully accessible. So it's got a door, um, I can soak in it again, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, all really good stuff, but, um, you know, with pots, that is something that is one and dysautonomia, um, that is one of the long COVID symptoms that people are having. And so, um, there has been um, new codes added um, for insurance for POTS. There have been additional types of dysautonomia discovered. Um, all kinds of different stuff have happened um, during the pandemic because um, people with long COVID end up with dysautonomia. Mm -hmm. um, so that actually, um, you know, gives me a little bit more hope for some of the conditions, um, you know, they, they talk about EDS, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, as being a rare disease. Um, mm -hmm. It's not. It's an underdiagnosed disease more than anything. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not enough knowledgeable practitioners. Um, you know, like I, when I was going through diagnosis and everything like that, um, I'm so glad that I, like, have a background in um in algorithms and and have spent so much time like working in SEO and working in um search and like all of that kind of stuff because that's how I diagnosed myself and how I was able to um find the right doctors and all of that kind of stuff you know they um there are resources with, you know, like Facebook groups and that kind of stuff. And so as I'm going through all of this health stuff, we're like, oh, my gosh, I wake up from a dead sleep five o'clock in the morning and throw up stomach acid. I, I couldn't eat the entire day. I was so dizzy. Um, and I was still um, working absolutely Ugh. full time. Um, you know, I, I couldn't take any time off. I was the full content shop for the company that Shishmobi bought, the marketing automation company that they bought um, for more than Disney bought Star Wars for. Um, you have to tell me offline and, what it is, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I, I'm I'm okay to mention it. it it's Marketo. Um, I knew it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when, um, <laughs> when Marketo was acquired, you know, I was, I was the full content shop. Um, oh, that's so I, stressful. <laughs> uh, you know, I have anxiety just hearing that. Right? I had, we had seventeen hundred employees, and I had to edit every single word. No. Um, Jail. And <laughs> I rebranded all of our assets, and I, um, you know, like ran our blog and had twelve weeks of daily posts backed out because oh, I built up the the blogging program so much and oh um really developed internal stuff and all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, 
people want to write and people want to tell their story, but they, we don't really teach, um, teach a lot of that. And so the fact that I was willing to like talk to salespeople, talk to pretty much anybody in the organization um, about writing and about how to um, create effective content um, that really um, showcased so much of, of how people I think that everybody can write. I know that's an Anne Handley thing and, and all oh, of that I think kind that of stuff. Too. But I, I really think that everybody has a story. I really think that everybody um, has the capacity to tell a story. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that really, to me, was, was the amazing part about that yeah. job was, yeah. was, you know, being able to help people tell their story and help people to really... Um, understand that like oh my gosh yes you can write you absolutely can write like yeah and and if you if you write something and you think it's crap as long as you're willing to have feedback and and like work with someone um, there are writing teachers who can truly help you with with anything mm -hmm. um, and that was something that I had really picked up on in grad school you know I, I went to yeah University of Denver did my MBA there. We had forty percent folks who were Chinese um, in the program, and we yeah. had a lot of people with English as their second language. Um, mm -hmm. And the writing center was not helpful um, to folks who had English as a second language. Yep. A lot of people who like end up working in writing centers, you know, and grad assistants, they're not the folks who are like. Oh yeah, of course I want to help someone who speaks another language tell their story too. You get a lot of people who are super obsessed with English <laughs> um, and and how English works and everything like that. And I'm I don't care about that as much as I care about people's stories. So I, I would work with I'd work with all of the um, ESL students and and be like, hey, you know. I totally get your idea here. I'm a little confused here. This makes me think this, um, you know, this is the phrase that you're looking for in English, all of that kind of stuff. Um, it was so wonderful to get to know my classmates in that way and to yeah. like, develop that skill set. I scaled that into working for a global company within four years. I ran content. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. Japan. I ran content in Germany. I ran Ooh, content oh, oh. all, all across the world. Um, you know, and and really, uh, felt like that was such a cool thing to to be able to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to stay in global business. I really, really wanted to be an international consultant. Um, that was yeah. kind of uh an end goal once I. Mm -hmm. Um, got myself established and all that kind of stuff was was to be an international consultant. Um, I consulted with um, Opera Software in um, India and and done some different like global market and global um, market sizing and and like how would it be received? These different types of um, 
products and marketing campaigns and, and actually got to go to India um, for a month. It, it was part of the grad program and um, have. Wait, when was that? I don't remember you doing that. Uh, yeah, that was in 2015. I like, don't, um, re- I, truly I blacked out all of 2015, I guess. Oh, no. That's like, I don't mean, mean, to my listeners, I don't mean drunk. I mean, like, emotionally that was not the yeah. that was not the tea or the time so I, I I don't remember I don't remember do you not remember I don't remember for certain years in my 20s so uh, oh yeah. yeah oh no no, no. I I have lot large gaps in my memory yeah. large yeah. gaps so that's awesome that you did that um I yeah. wanted to kind of relate what you I, I actually just I thought of something while you were t- speaking yeah for sure <laughs> you when the way you talk about it you light up as a person on this uh, this as a neuro spicy individual neurodivergent individual and i myself am one as well super spicy the way you start talking about this it's like that's a hyper interest and we are the best sales yeah. people when we are, have a hyper interest and we love something so i can Absolutely. see you doing that in some way shape or form in the future like maybe it's not right now but it will be eventual and i feel the yeah. same way everyone has a story i i say this everyone has a story anyone can be a podcast guest, right? Anyone can be a podcast guest. For sure. It's your yeah. own self-esteem and your own imposter syndrome that stop you and prevent you from being a podcast guest. Absolutely. And that's why Absolutely. we're here. Please don't kick me out. The only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. So let's, let's actually talk about that. How does, yeah. how do you deal? Like how, I mean, the question is what does, or how, I don't even, I'm not even going to read it. Imposter syndrome. Let's talk about it. Bingo. Yeah, for sure. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was something that I helped a lot of writers with. Um, and it's something that um, I feel a ton as a person with disabilities, um, especially when I get pushback from people on um, what my experience is. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a, um, a narcissistic, uh, generational narcissistic abuse family. Um, and so when, when people deny things have happened and that kind of stuff, um, I'm really quick to immediately gaslight myself and immediately be like, oh, it probably didn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. I'm probably making it up, you know? All of that kind of stuff. And and that to me um, is like the root and base of all of my imposter syndrome mm-hmm. is that kind of like when you're when your entire world is is built on this, like you can watch the sky and see it and and know that the sun is out there. Yeah. But if you know the narc in your family, the lead narc or, or one of their flying monkeys or like anything Mm -hmm. like that, if they say no, that it's not, you believe it till the day you die. Believe it. You meet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and that's part of like why I went through ketamine therapy and all that kind of stuff is because it was so treatment resistant. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. all of the different like bits of imposter syndrome and bits of, um, you know, gaslighting and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and not being able to really, um, you know, advocate for myself in different ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a huge topic at self-advocacy. I think um, that that's beautiful. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't mean to in- interject here. I obviously like I'm, I'm in, but the, I'm, we are trauma bonding right now and that's okay. 
Um, yeah. because I, I had the same childhood experience as you being in an sure. unstable environment. Like I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. I, I through therapy with my first therapist, I came to find out that I came to, I came to, this is a huge thing to my listeners. If you are someone that's dealing with a narcissistic parent where you feel like you can never be vulnerable, you're never seen, you're never heard or whatever. It's very painful. It can be very bad. I can hop into some stuff that I'm dealing with currently. And I think it's amazing that you shared ketamine therapy. Um, and yeah. it's not, and obviously that's, it's controversial. I, I, I just have to say for this podcast, and I'm even going to put a spoiler at the beginning. We are not medical professionals. This is just how we're dealing with stuff. So take it with a grain of yeah. salt. Don't, don't, don't come at me. Don't, don't come for me. If you take a bad trip to uh kitty cat tranquilizer land and uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah. Um, mine is uh, you know, I, I actually lost access to um, ketamine because um, it was no longer covered by my insurance. So I, I've been doing like in clinic, um, ketamine infusions for about two years, Whoa. um, to even get me to the point where I would talk to a therapist. Um, yeah. So it took me about a year of, of ketamine therapy. Um, you know, I started seeing myself in ways for the first time. Um, and like no noticing and understanding that like the things that I do are in impressive yeah um, they are and the, the things that I accomplish are impre impressive and all of that kind of stuff I mean um you know with the root of my imposter syndrome really being narcissistic abuse mm -hmm. um you know that is one of those those things that I mean I could I could literally be the president and I would still be like do you guys like me Am I doing an okay job? Like, are you sure you voted for me? Are you um, sure? Um, and you know, like I'm a six foot tall, gigantic woman, um, ND, you know, <laughs> all of that. Kind yeah, of stuff. I'm a I'm a bendy big woman. I'm, I'm a, a busy, big, fun woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, to talk about that, to, to, to react to that, you just said something that is so mind blowing to me and it's so topical to me right now because I am a child of narcissistic abuse. Um, and yeah. my parents, my parents didn't love me in the way that I needed. Um, yeah. but they did love me. That doesn't mean they didn't love me. They did love me just not in the way I needed. And of course, um, For sure. when you say flying monkeys, that flying monkey would of course be, um, you know, who, you know, who my family. Yeah. 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 The, the only other one, uh, cause yeah. there's four of us, but it's, it is, you know, um, but at the same time, like I'm doing the work on this right now in therapy, I have been doing this work. In fact, if anyone is interested, there is a book called, will I ever be good enough for daughters of narcissistic mothers of abuse? It's a really incredible Ooh. book. Ooh, it hurts. It hurts the whole yet. way. I'll, I'll send you the link. Uh, after this, yeah, but please do. it's, uh, it's one of the most, it, it changed my life. That book was so great. And then I might, my stupid empath ass gave my book away to this girl. That's a toxic piece of crap. And I'm sorry. I will uh, never, I, I deleted my first friend on Island, of course, was a toxic person because when you are a child of narcissism and you yep. are an empath, um, energy vampires, just, they come and they seek you out mate, and they just have no respect for your boundaries. And of sure. course you don't know any better because you're like, Ooh, a friend. Yeah. Friend. Oh wait, you like me? Yeah. And you're saying it out loud? Yeah. No one does that. So you just you just blew my mind because my entire podcast is because of my childhood trauma. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, mind blown gift. 
<laughs> I, you know, I, I think that a lot of times, um, we know the answer, mm -hmm. but it's so hard to say it because like, it's so hard to be like, oh my gosh, like, wow, like my childhood was so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, doing with that. Yeah. And it was someone's fault. Right. Like someone did this to me. Um, yep. and, and that like element of, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit further in my like narc cutoff and, and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, it, it still comes back. It's still mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. oh, it's, absolutely. it's a grief. Of course. It's yeah. Oh Cause yeah. You, Cause you're the, the, the inner child in you, you're always going to be doing self-work on the inner, inner child because the inner child the child did not, you as a child in that, in the situation, I mean, and I, I, I don't believe I'm at a point of forgiveness with my mom that I, I, I won't cut her off again, but I cannot, yeah. and I will not unblock my sister ever. And yeah. that's, I'm just going to say it straight up. Oh no. You fucked up and I'm going to play the world's smallest, smallest violin, my sister. Um, and, <laughs> and I am going, you know, I just, she has been horror, horrible to me my whole life and manipulative sure. and half truths. And my mom, I, I would say my mom is narcissist light like diet narcissism. My yeah. sister is nar like the worst kind of narcissist. Um, and when you have children in a narcissistic nest, right. The father's protecting the mom. Right. And then there's, and then there's, if it, especially if it's two daughters, one daughter is going to, uh, you know, thrive and the other one is going to probably yeah. self implode. And so I'm yeah. the, when I tell people about my, my sibling, my in sibling, they, they never, um, they always ask, oh, so is she younger than you? And I go, no, she's four years older than me. And offline, I will tell you everything that's been going on in her life because it's a roller coaster and I'm sure you will really appreciate it. But also like, I'm I'm sad that I can't have the relationship I want with her, but I also, totally. know, I have to, as far as patterns go and narcissistic abuse and stuff, you see yourself doing these circular turnarounds. So what's going yeah. on with me right now, Katrina, is that every time my husband so much as raises his voice just a little bit, it reminds me of my dad screaming at me as, as a kid. Mm. And when I have extreme change, my CPTSD kicks into high gear. And I don't, I, I don't yep. even have time. I don't even have time to anticipate that I'm about to have a, not just a panic attack, but a full blown like child tantrum because, yeah. because mommy didn't love me that way. And daddy didn't want me that way. And, and it's like, I'm stomping my foot. I'm angry. I want to break something. I'm suicidally ideating. I'm suicidally ideating, but I would never act out on it because I want someone, someone to give me attention. And my, my spouse, he doesn't know what yeah. to do with that as an empath. Right. So I'm telling you, I'm very self-reflective right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm understanding a lot of stuff. I also, yeah. because of, because of the, the stuff I went through as a child, looking at how fucked up it was, um, you know, uh, because of it, I was distrustful of my spouse's family. My mother-in-law is, 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 is oh, yeah. and I'm, and I have, and I, and I'm, I would had them at arm's length. And I talked to my mother-in-law about it this morning. And I said, Hey, I'm sorry. I've been distant, distant. I just, I didn't know if you were, if this was a safe space or not for me because it's been yeah. an, uns I know it's because it, because it's been an unsafe space for like, yeah, you know? And so it's, it's really hard when you start to realize it too. And so anyway, I just want to say, I appreciate you sharing that. And as far as imposter syndrome goes, yeah. trauma, trauma sisters, but um, let's, I think we've covered it, right? Like, I think we've covered the topic. At yeah. Let's get into the fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. 
uh, not me forgetting what my next question is. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Successful. We who cares? Uh, you, I'm sure you feel successful in a lot of ways. I, in fact, I know you and you feel successful in your friendships. And oh, yeah. Um, what is one or a few things you're fanatical about and why? And just before you, uh, before you answer, I am currently fanatical about this TikTok account, actually TikTok in general, I'm on and I am medium thriving. You can follow me on TikTok <laughs> at Powerline World Tour. Uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm really popular in the biscuit world. Taste the biscuit from a cult classic uh, film uh, by Vincent Gargiulio, who will be on my podcast in a couple of weeks. And when that episode releases, it'll all make sense to everyone who's like, what in the heck is that? Well, it was <laughs> featured in Rolling Stone. So check it out. Um, it is a I'll thing that I've, I've been stuck in the Chrome Lady Biscuit Talk since September. And we, we, we became a cult-like following. We, we were so supportive. It's the most engagement I've ever received on any video with just the same five people. Perfect. You know, I it's just, it. it's, it's such a, it's, and I, I'm a marketing brain, just like Katrina. So it, it makes me think it gets my wheels turning and it actually made me exciting, uh, excited about content creation again, because it's just awesome. Ooh. The other fanatical is because I'm fanatical about TikTok. There is a TikTok account called by B-U-Y underscore G-R-L. And it is just this cute couple. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're a couple, this cute couple in LA or whatever. And they are just selling the randomest shit that they bought at the thrift store. And all you have to do is DM them. They're on Instagram too, by underscore girl. And the way that they create their content is it looks like a shitty QVC ad. Oh my and it's, God. It's, it's so funny. Um, so I have bought, cause I have no self-control cause ADHD impulse control. I purchased a, uh, a dress, a woven dress made by Mary Kate Nashley. My friend got <laughs> me a sponge frog, which was like my ultimate. I needed it. Um, I bought a, a book, a, a, a erotic novel signed by John Waters. That's my most recent one. And then oh, Scott said, stop beautiful. buying shit. We sent them a package, um, one of a bunch of different outfits and stuff that I just was never going to wear. And we said, sell girl. Amazing. So they have like Scott's like, um, naval jacket and all that and, and naval coat. Cause he's, you know, obviously going to get out in a couple of years. And when is he going to need his choker whites? And those don't even fit. Let's be clear. <laughs> you're, you're never going to be as thin as you are at OCS officer candidate school. Um, but there it's just, it's just, to me, it's incredible community right now. And I say that because I'm fanatical about it because I, it was community when I was drowning. And Ooh. I don't feel comfortable being vulnerable. I don't know if you're like that, Katrina, but I, I vulnerability for me, I don't cry either. I, I cry at yeah. stupid stuff because it's my repressed emotions, but I don't really cry and I don't really get vulnerable with people. And I'm also, I, I'm way too, I'm way too nice to put boundaries up sometimes. So that's something we're working on 2023 year of the boundary. Hell Yeah. And, uh, good God, Bianca, get your impulsivity control and check and don't die. <laughs> Your li your liver hemoglobin don't die. Okay. Anyway, yeah. What are you fanatical about? We. Yeah, for sure. So I am super fanatical about my friends. Um, I am just like, I think you should be the biggest fans of your friends and and just, um, yes. really develop deeper relationships with them. Yeah. I love. Um, I love hearing about the things that my friends are fanatical about. Um, I have a pretty tight knit, neurodiverse, lifelong group. 
of yeah. friends. Yeah, and I am um, immediately thinking of Eileen. Sorry. <laughs> of course, you know, oh, Eileen and Eric, you know, we've been friends for 31 years. I um, love him so much. One of my uh, best friends from childhood and their child um, moved out here in um, August of this year. Um, and then their fiance moved out here. Um, so it is so wonderful to be like an auntie in person. I love that. Um, to be able to, um, you know, I I'm so fanatical about my friend's kids too, because like, it's so I, fun. Uh, yes, it's so fun. And also, um, you know, I, I have this like phrase that I kind of live by be who you needed when you needed someone. Yeah. Um, I love that. And so, you know, my, my friend and I, um, we met when we were nine, um, or eight, we were in third grade. Um, their kiddos now in fourth grade. Um, and so like being there for them, um, Jesse, my, my friend, um, mm -hmm. we had very similar upbringings as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, we both deal with quite a bit of CPTSD. Mm -hmm. um, we're both, uh, you know, pretty autistic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> um, they, they have ADHD. Um, I, I, you know, I'm on Vivant but it's for chronic fatigue syndrome. And I wonder if I didn't have chronic fatigue syndrome, if I would have ADHD, um, if I'm just too fucking tired to have ADHD. <laughs> well, okay. So let's, let's break this down. Cause I have this story about your friend, Eric, that I just need to share. Yes. So Absolutely. Katrina and I have been friends so long and Katrina would always host um, Denver pride would go down right yeah. by where she owns her condo. And so she would always host a brunch, even, even before when you were just rinsing in that mold forsaken place. Yes. Seven <laughs> years. I was oh there. man. Oh, <laughs> oh, Started from the bottom, literally you were on the bottom floor. Now we're here. Literally. Yeah. No, so <laughs> um, much dirt. So, uh, so Eileen, Eileen's person, she, Eric turns into Eileen at, at mostly, mostly, I should say mostly pride, Denver pride. That's when yeah. Eileen comes up from the grave and she's, she's just, she's very much Denver golden pride. girls meets, meets, uh, um, a pack of smoked cigarettes that you find on the ground. Mm -hmm. and although she's a non-smoker now oh she is good for her yeah. good, good for her woo I have to reach out to her I'm sure I'm sure actually he'll reach out to me after this yes. probably <laughs> he'll be like I need to be on this thing put me on it um so uh and uh so when we so one year my husband had night shift so he couldn't come with me or no maybe no this was the year that Scott actually did come yes yeah. Um, and my husband and I met in Denver. If, if you're new here, we met in Denver. He was, he's, he's in the Navy. Um, yes. Um, I know it's a landlocked state, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so Eileen's out there doing her makeup and Scott got this beautiful photo of her. Do you remember that photo? Yes. Yeah. So stunning gorgeous. and black and white on, on film. And, uh, Eileen was having a, a lot of go-go juice. She, as she does. And it was hot and she had her little chicken cutlets in there and, and the chicken cutlet, you know, the, the, the boobies were sitting fine and she was wearing this sparkly dress and this, and this, and her wig. And, uh, and she goes on ahead without us. 
And we have that, we used to have a new role because you'd be like, just follow the trail of Eileen's things and you'll find yeah. her. Because <laughs> like at one point there was a shoe. It was like a two block radius to get to the parade. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Eileen's a mess. <laughs> oh goodness. And that is my favorite story about Eric. And that is, you had, I didn't mean it to be jealous at the time, but I was envious of your cool and awesome friend circle. But then after I took a, a step back, I'm like, wait, I'm part of that. Yeah. I know these people. <laughs> um, and I agree. It's, it's so good to know your friends. It's, it's so amazing to watch as an ADHD person. And I'm, I'm used to people coming in and out of my life and us not talking and then like, and I know it's the neurodivergent in me, but like meeting back up and then, oh, okay. Like now suddenly, oh yeah, this is what's going on your app. This is going on mine. Cool. Bye. And then you just like kind of lose touch. Yeah. And that's just always been normal to me. Um, and, and so it's, and I, I didn't get diagnosed with ADHD until I was 30 and my entire life made sense. It was like, the more, you know, like the wish stars, like going in the sky It's like <laughs> it made so much sense. Um, and then as far as uh, autism, I, 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 as we made a joke, um, the autism is, and being on the spectrum, and I know that that's not the right terminology, so I apologize to any of my listeners who are uh, who are artistic in any way, shape, or form. I don't mean to be unkind. Um, I, I, I don't know if I have it, but then we were talking about it, and I was like, wait, but I also like hyperfixate. <laughs> on like three things. I'm like, do you want to talk about drag queens? Let me tell you everything there is to know about drag. Right. Um, did you know so-and-so's birthday is this day? I have a drag queen on my shoulder tattoo. Charlie hides his wig up on my t- shoulder. I'm going to Fort Lauderdale to see a drag queen and meet my friend Trisha in person. Like I love drag. Okay. And so, and then I'm like, Disney, you want to talk about Disney? Can I tell you everything there is to know about a goofy movie? Fun fact, <laughs> I saw Polly Shore this week, blah, 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 blah. And you just kind of like get very excited. And my husband has those hyper interests too. And so yeah, um, I get it, and I don't know. I just I loved think your everybody answer. Has. Yeah, I think everybody has a touch, a touch of the autism, a touch, a touch of the tiz, a touch of the tiz. So I know we've been saying CPTSD a lot, and to my listeners, um, I wanted to just define that because it's like I can understand how frustrating it is when um, an acronym is thrown around that you don't know what that is, and especially PTSD is what is of course post-traumatic stress disorder, but complex post-traumatic stress disorder is CPTSD. And so how it it differs is that along with, um, you know, it's, it's, you're still experiencing some of the symptoms of PTSD, um, but uh, you also have additional symptoms such as controlling, uh, difficulty controlling emotions, feeling very angry or distrustful towards the world. And boy, howdy, do I have it? And it gets triggered a lot. And um, unfortunately for me, it gets triggered in times of extreme change. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, another thing that I I um, read a lot about CPTSD is that it, you know, PT uh, PTSD is typically like um, single event or um, specific events, whereas complex PTSD CPTSD um, is like lots of different events Mm -hmm. um so you know like the fact that i've got some medical ptsd the fact that i have some childhood ptsd all of the um layered narcissistic um abuse and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff um all of those different things lead to um that that c ptsd that complex and all that kind of stuff um yeah 
Yeah. For me, it's like almost like a highlight reel of like pain. Uh, yeah. Hold on. I got a blood bourdain. Sure. I got a blood bourdain in one sec. Okay. Dude. Okay. Come on. Right. <laughs> he's so annoying. He's like, I want to go outside and be with dad. And he's like, dad's boring. I want to be in here with you. Right. Scratch, scratch store. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, and I just, oh, we're good. Okay. So CPTSD for me, it's like, it's like a highlight reel of like all the pain where it's like, yeah. it's like, it's, it's almost like when you're at the, uh, the Oscars, right. And they're like, they show like a movie trailer the in memoriam oh, in memoriam yeah in memoriam and it's just like <laughs> it's just like the time I shit my pants in second grade and then the punchline oh, to that God. joke is the punchline to that joke is I moved away like that's the kind of shit that you think about and you can't control it right uh anywho let's uh talk about um and thank you for sharing that thank you for being vulnerable Absolutely. today and thank you for being my friend thank Absolutely. you for being a friend <laughs> That's oh, definitely a special interest. I have to say one more fanatical <laughs> is that forbiddenbingo.com is still going. I so Aaron still does um in person. In person and then also does um the Golden Girls bingo like once mm-hmm. a month. Where? Oh, where? So much fun. So much fun. Where where does he do that? I didn't even know he did that. Oh, I think he does it online because I've only ever been to the online Golden Girls ones, but um, yeah. His I new thing is Swifties. He, he does Swifty. He does Swift bingo. And that is the most yeah. um, vanilla of vanilla of people, but I love him for it. Oh my God. Is it? I I don't get out anymore. <laughs> I, well, see, I, I didn't, I, you know, this will be my unpopular opinion, uh, unpopular opinion. I will save it. Anywho, uh, Aaron, uh, if for my listeners, if you're new here and you do have known nothing about Forbidden Bingo, Forbidden Bingo is naughty for naughty bingo where you win sexy prizes. Why am I sounding like Lola from Big Mouth? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, uh, and uh, Aaron, I've known Aaron since I was in my twenties. Aaron is a um, prolific, I, I mean, I mean, really infamous and prolific, prolific figure around Denver. And he comes from the club kid scene culture that was actually quite big in Denver, believe it or not. Um, Michael Alleg used to like, you know, cir- circuit rave with all of them and whatnot. And so it's it's wild. And he just, but he never grew out of it. He was like, I am club kid, pink mohawk. I do my thing. Um, and now he has a makeup line and the lipsticks are mm-hmm. fantastic and they don't smudge at all. I, he needs to start paying me for how much I, Aaron, if you're listening, give me a cut. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, forbiddenbingo.com. It's, it's every, uh, every Thursday you can figure it out. Use Google thing. Go to the space thing with, uh, it's go to www.forbiddenbingo.com. Uh, sign up for online bingo. If you're not in Denver, if you are in Denver, you can play in person. I don't really know the schedule. So just, I don't know, follow him on the things and, and, and do, and do the booby things. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. But let's go to unpopular opinions. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, Cause we all have them, right. You know, it's like opinions are like buttholes. And I always say, as long as your opinion's not homophobic or racist, it's okay with me. Um, so yeah. this is an inclusive podcast. So, um, to, 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 to touch on before I, before I let you go into yours. Cause I, I love all of it. Um, <laughs> to touch on what I was saying about Swifties listeners. I'm so sorry if Taylor Swift is your live and die by human. I appreciate that about you. And I think that's great, but uh, I don't know what's wrong with you. If you spent two days online to go see her because I got tickets to see her for free 
at the stadium tour. And while arguably it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life, uh, I don't think I would have sat online for two years, two days for it. Just saying. So to me, unpopular opinion, Taylor Swift, Swifties, Swifties are majority vanilla missionary sex. Boring. Sorry. (laughs) Watch, I get like a bunch of one-star reviews. How dare you? Taylor Swift is my (laughs) be-all. What about you? Oh, let's see. Um, I know Denver is like a big sportsy town and all that kind of stuff. I'm not a sports. Um, I think that's probably pretty. I'm not, clear. I'm not a sports. What's a sports? <laughs> I think I'm like way too queer to even like touch anything organized mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that definitely would be one. Um, I think the other would be because I know I have a better one than that. Something Let's see. I'm looking. I'm reading. Do you want me to read you? Let's see. Uh, disability is not a dirty word. Oh yes, thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, ableism is something that I deal with quite a bit as a person with disabilities. Um, you know, I'm, I'm recently, um, now in a wheelchair and will be for at least six months. Um, you know, I have a temporary one right now. And then, um, last year I ordered, um, like, a with, with my physical therapist and, um, insurance and all that kind of stuff ordered like a, a full real wheelchair. Um, okay. I think that people, um, look at disability so often as like a um a negative thing Mm -hmm. um but honestly my disabilities have opened so many doors so many opportunities um and including the ones to heal um you know I I really don't think that I ever would have um gotten to ketamine therapy Mm -hmm. and dealt with all of the um narcissistic abuse and imposter syndrome and all of that kind of stuff that I had had I not um been diagnosed with disabilities all these different chronic pain conditions all of that kind of stuff and um I I think that that's probably a pretty unpopular opinion um Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of disabled people who um have internalized ableism wish their life is just so much different I don't wish my life is different I wish that the environment around me was um so much more inclusive and accessible um and that we didn't take it personally when um when someone says wow that's that was ableist um or that was racist or, or anything like that. I, I think that um, folks get so caught up in that word that they don't hear the root and, and what it really is. It's like, hey, I'm giving you an opportunity to learn, to, learn, mm-hmm. to grow to um find out something new about yourself find Mm -hmm. out something new about the world around you um you know and that's probably the autism in me 
um, that I am so optimistic about mm -hmm. people learning and wanting to learn and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, disability, not being a dirty word, not being a bad mm -hmm. thing. Um, I think that's my, that's my unpopular yeah. opinion. I don't think it's unpopular. And I, I want to take it a step further. Um, my unpopular opinion, I, I've actually had this one. I don't know if you like listen to my podcast that often, but I actually had, um, one time it was my unpopular opinion because I'd seen a post from you and I, and my unpopular opinion was you don't know what disability looks like just because someone doesn't, isn't in yes. a wheelchair or <laughs> isn't in a wheelchair or doesn't have a cane or, or isn't work. You know what I mean? Like, so can, but also like in general, can we just like stop all with all that? I live in Hawaii where, um, where people just assume because I'm white, I'm a Howley, which means it's a derogatory word that, that you know, that the, the native Hawaiians don't want us here. We get it. I'm leaving at the most respectful juncture native Hawaii, and I'm not going to touch a turtle. I'm not going to take the seashells. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to pee on yeah. your volcano. I promise I'm leaving respectfully, mutually aloha, you know, uh, mahalo for your kakua which means for participation. Uh, but anyway, so I, I guess, and I guess my, another unpopular opinion I'm feeling at 2023 is just, just why it's a teachable fucking moment. Like it's not that yeah. hard. It's not hard yeah. Do the work. and your disabled friends are busy. Your black friends are busy. Your bio or your oh, BIPOC crazy. friends are busy. Your Go queer friends are busy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, uh, another unpopular opinion, and, um, I'm just going to come out on my podcast is, um, it's not unpopular, but I feel imposter syndrome a lot with LGBTQI plus I am non-binary. I identify as she, they, um, and, uh, I, 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 I don't wish to be trans or anything like that. Why do snowflakes like to, like, I have it, she, they, on um, TikTok and they'll be like, oh, well, she, they, of course you would think that. I'm like, oh, why? Because a drag queen solved John Bonet Ramsey's murder? <laughs> what? Like, are you serious? <laughs> I, I'll show you the video. My friend Miriam T has a joke and it's, it's yeah. great. But anyway, but um, I just uh, wanted to take some space, but I think I'll wait for it. Let's go into, um, if because I'm going to come out on my podcast as my preferred sexuality. I will. Excellent. I finally, it finally came to me in a fever dream. If you were a Muppet, yeah. which one would you be and why? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so the labyrinth, mm -hmm. the sexies. Are you are you um, sure you're not thinking of the dark crystal? Maybe I am. But I but I, I love where be. we're going because like I, I put um, I put a note. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's the, I thought it was, so it's the red monster things, um, where their heads pop off. I think it's in the lab. Man, Maybe not. Look, look, we have it. the Google machine uh, to the Google. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on the Google right now. Let's see. Cause I, I, the dark crystal, the sexist, the skexist were those like creepy, like little alien, uh, not alien, but they were like the skeleton, skeletor things. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. No, that's not what I Oh, okay. I'm mixing up words. Mm -hmm. What are the red monster thingies from the labyrinth? Oh, I, I feel bad for my search engine. I wonder if my, it rolls its eyes at me. Oh, okay. Uh, boop, boop. What are the red things in the labyrinth? The fiery or the fire rays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And These why? These are the ones. Yes. Okay. So... 
they also do. same as these images. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't know how I got those mixed up, but yes, the labyrinth, the fieries, the theories, whatever you want to call them, um, the wild-eyed monsters that dance all over and their heads pop off, and they like I. I have always been such a huge Jim Henson fan and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like um, puppetry was like really big and, and all that kind of stuff in my childhood and, and in my first career and in building all these different like weird things. I so wanted to work for um, the Jim Henson company when I was Me too. younger and all Who that didn't? kind of stuff. Um, but I just feel like the you've seen me in so many pictures Bianca open mouth laughing and yes. I just feel like this is ex- like these monsters are exactly what I look like when I laugh <laughs> I love that um so much also um while I have you here because now I'm, I'm putting I'm it, this is going to be explicit the six podcast is explicit it's sexy. Um, I have a question for you that's just out of yeah. left field if you could only sleep with one Muppet Jim Henson included and company, who would it be and why? Mm, you know, it would be Kermit because if anybody can keep Miss Piggy happy, like I'm real, I'm real easy to please. Bring me a sandwich, turn on some weird TV, <laughs> give me a blanket. You're here. No, that's, that's sex. I'm that's... good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Woo! Um, Kermit would do that. What? I, I am yeah. I am demisexual also. So Yeah, like, nice. I feel like Kermit also in in the in that Miss Piggy and Kermit dynamic. Um, you know, I, I feel like Kermit and I would really um get along after um such an intense relationship that he's had for so long. So I think we'd have some um really like fun but also um low maintenance sex like don't have to shave your legs don't have to like like second third fourth into marriage Mm -hmm. level um comfort that's what i'm looking for at this point and kermy you know kermy would be a foot worshiper he would worship the he really would. He would. He he'd, would. he'd rub those tootsies. He'd rub those little tootsies. He'd take them all the way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So he'd um, listen to him pop like bubble wrap. <laughs> and he'd be like, hi. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah. I asked this question to you because um, uh, my answer originally was Fozzie Bear because he's shaped Ooh. like my husband. And he'd, be, but, and he'd I, be like, waka waka. And you know it. Perfect. My, my husband. Funny. My, my husband's answer was Beaker because he wants to know if Beaker would actually be loud in the bedroom. Oh, I like and then that too. Scott and I were sitting on the couch. We'd had a few drinks, and he, he... Was, was that my watch? That was mine. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what you mean by 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 Beaker. Uh, <laughs> it couldn't be me. And then all of a sudden, he goes. He turns to me and he goes, Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Oh, 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 oh. Two for one. You can have an Eiffel Tower and they would just shame you. They'd heckle you. They'd chuckle fuck you. Right. And they'd be right? like, they'd be like, wow. Uh I don't even remember what Scott said. Um, I don't know. But yeah, they'd be like, oh face. That's the face I make when I want to be done here. 
So Statler and Mulder for me. And I just looked up demisexual, which means that you're attracted to people and their characteristics has nothing to do with sex. Um, and it's not a sexual attraction. It's just a, um, an interested kind of thing. I think I fall between demisexual and pansexual. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that's okay. Like I'm kind of, that's why I'm like imposter syndrome. Like, I don't know what the fuck I am. I'm, I love my husband. I love sleeping with my husband, but like, Sometimes I see a beautiful gay man and I'm like, I know that I don't have a penis, but I would love to. Right? See what that's like. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So we're starting and, to wind down. Oh, wait, no, keep going. Yeah. Keep, oh, I was just going to say, um, for me, like finding people attractive um, takes me forever. Like I can look at a man and, and be like, I know that he is attractive. I know that other women are drooling over him and all of that kind of stuff. But it isn't until um, like we go through something together or I get to like really know who they are. Um, You know, like it takes me forever to be like, oh, oh, I, okay. Yeah, I'd have sex with you. Um. so then no I'm pansexual I want to fuck immediately I want to fuck now and I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah Ex- for sure explicit spicy 2023 what a what a season three episode one what muppet would you fucking why you know you know I, yeah I think that I could also open up my like muppet book and look at everyone and find that I'm I'm also a person who very much like and this goes back to the imposter syndrome and back to the narcissistic um, abuse and all that kind of stuff. I see the good in everybody and I will look Same. for um, the best possible thing about them and try to hold on to that. Same. Um, even if it's not real. So yep. um... <laughs> I broke up with a friend this week. I feel that in my bones. For sure. Right. <sighs> Yeah. So the last question before we start to wind down and we talk about promotionals and thank you so much for being on this podcast Uh, again. uh, Again, if anyone's listening, uh, yeah, of course, this is please don't kick me out. The only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, uh, like, rate, subscribe, tell tell a friend, send it to the moon, buy my merch. Uh, Please don't kick me out.com slash shop by the lovely Lara Marie who lives in Denver. She owns yay graphic design. She's a dear, 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 beautiful human friend of mine that I am so lucky to have. She made my website. She made my logo all cool. And it's helping you live your nineties fantasy. We got fanny packs. We got laptop cases. We got a sweatshirt that looks like it, it came off of saved by the bell. It's, it's, it's fun. There's mugs. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, beach towels and fleeces. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so please buy my merch because I am struggling. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, but please buy my merch. I, I, if you like what you're hearing, you like the vibe, you like the logo, do me a favor, like buy some merch, uh, throw, a, you know, throw some love, Lara's way, etc. Anyway, last question before we completely turn over the floor to promoting and we get you out of here uh and and all of that um what's currently making you happy in the world what's currently making me really happy right now is um being able to reprioritize right now Mm -hmm. um you know I've um part of my imposter syndrome is definitely feeling like I'm never working hard enough and like I'm never doing enough Um, yeah same 
that is so not true. Um, <laughs> I am doing so much, you know, I am the HOA board president. I am um, working a full-time job. I'm a full-time disabled person who has at least five doctor's appointments a week. I uh, am taking a class over at CU. There's so many like good things going on in my life and being able to mm -hmm. um, take a little step back from work yeah, um, so that I can reprioritize my health, um, kind of get in with some more of the specialists that I need to see, maybe get another um, diagnosis or two. Um, you know, I, I really in 2018, when I had all of those health problems and everything like that, I ran out of money and I, I had to come work for a different company and I was so strategic and specific and all of that kind of stuff. I only applied to this one company. I only, um, you know, went after this one job because mm -hmm. when hopping from a company like Shmishmobi, um, you have to look for something that is, is absolutely perfect. Um, otherwise, why would you leave a, a company that by and large is, is uh, pretty pretty good mm -hmm. um you know and um having the, the space the fmla um being able to um financially afford that mm -hmm. right now and be able to um you know ask friends for things hire people for things all of that kind of stuff um and getting back into cooking, being able to cook for myself again, um, being able to exercise, all of that kind of stuff um, and putting that before my job. I've never been able to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really, really excited to um, kind of reprioritize my life so that I can, um, man, I'm so excited to live more authentically mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, continue to make my house more accessible so that I'm comfortable and happy here. Um, comfort is really a yeah, big thing yeah. for me in 2023. So I love that. Um, and I'm on the same journey as you. Um, but mine started a little bit earlier than yours in 2020 when I lost my job. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to yeah. talk into the microphone now, I guess. Um, but I then didn't touch it in 2021. It was just such a crappy year for me personally that I was just like, sure. you know what? And then 20, half of 2022, I, I was, 2022 was kind of me like slowly coming out of my shell and finding myself again and realizing that I'm in a safe space and mm. treading water and having the worst therapist in my life. I hope you hear this. I hope you listen to this podcast. I hope you know you <laughs> suck. Um, you and I were not simpatico and I hate confrontation. So I refuse to tell you. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, but also, um, so this year I'm in the same, I'm in, I'm in the same manifest energy world that you are where I am oh. like, okay, I finally, like it was, for me, it was seeing that $17 was sitting in my account. I didn't, I didn't expect to see that, you know? Yeah. Um, and for me, it was the $17 sitting in my account and I was like, holy crap, people like this. And then I said, I, I think I'm going to come back. And my inbox was filled all of my slots yeah. for a month are, were gone in a day. And I was like, oh That's my awesome. gosh, like I, people like me? Like, I know that sounds right. stupid because I, 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 people think I'm so confident and I'm, I am, I, I fake it, but of course. for the most part, 
2023 for me and for you, I hope for us that we just continue to be authentically ourselves. And um, I've this time away from working in corporate has allowed me to understand my mental health better. It's allowed me to deal with my, deal with now an illness, right? And yeah. I don't have to worry about you know uh, some person's uh, Martin Luther King Day post. Yeah. <laughs> so right? anyway, yeah. So I love that for <laughs> us. I'm excited for that. Snap, snaps, to yeah. slay, slay. Um, so as we're winding down, and again, thank you so much. I always like to Absolutely. ask my guests if there's something they'd like to promote. And of course, anything that you do say will go into the description, but um, go for it. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So um, speaking of 2021 being kind of crappy, um, I had this experience in 2021 um, where I went to the um, Meow Wolf in Santa Fe, and um, I rented a hotel room with Marriott and was taking um, my friend who has now moved out here with their kiddo um, to Meow Wolf for the first time. And it was like a 36 hour, super quick trip. Um, I drove there and back. Um, you know, I, I at the time was using a walker wheelchair. Um, and I remember coming into Meow Wolf um, the first time with them and just feeling like I was simultaneously invisible mm -hmm. and that everyone who worked there didn't know what to do with me um Ew. and right like because I've been I, there and I know what you're saying okay yeah 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 absolutely like um you know I, I've I've got an eight-year-old with me who is like bounding with excitement like asking the first the person in the front like hey all these different questions um, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, like we're, we're off to the side because I'm like, I am not walking my disabled ass all the way to the end of this half mile long line to then uh -huh. walk back. Mm -hmm. Like, tell me where I'm entering the line. Right. And we've got the kiddo there who is like bursting, like vibrating. And we're in the first group and they just, didn't let us in I waited until almost the second group and I was like okay and I hung back I went and I talked to the um went and talked to the first the front desk and and was kind of like hey you know like what's up why um typically when I stand in the front of the line um the the person doesn't like kind of just awkwardly shuffle around me and say um you know like oh you should go in like you you're disabled you know like we want to make sure that you get in front of this this line mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and don't get run over and like all that kind of stuff um and I was kind of sarcastic back um because they were they were like well they just didn't really know what to do and I was like what first person with disabilities <laughs> Um, yeah yeah and so that phrase stuck in my head and you know the the trip back and and talking and being with my friend of 30 years and, and being able to talk to them and, and seeing their kiddo and um you know all of that kind of stuff really made me think about um disability pride month and how um 
July being Disability Pride Month, mm-hmm. there wasn't something that was super. Did I lose you? Hold on. I just lost you. There, wait, hold on. Can you hear you? Hello? Oh. I am going to throw this computer through a window. <laughs> um. So I end up making a um, an ABCs of disability, mm-hmm. pride, rights, and history. I love that. Um, I bought a domain. Um, I ended up having my, my friend, um, Jesse illustrate everything. Um, and we, we partnered together. Um, you know, we haven't done an art project or anything like that since we were, we were kids. And so it's, it's so wonderful. Um, I put it together on a website, firstpersonwithdisabilities.com. Um, I hope that folks will go there. And I'm going there right now. <laughs> I hope you'll look at the ABCs. All of the illustrations I think are just absolutely Oh my god, incredible. this is so good. Um and especially um you know the the different bits of history and um there's lots of different links that that take you to different things. Um you know, <laughs> being a content person um and being a person who's built so many different websites, I um I had to do it. Um, I had to take my experience and turn it into um, something that I could share with other people. You know, from that, I ended up talking to the VP of, um, I forget what his title was, but essentially like the VP for Marriott, who is in charge of, um, of accessibility and all that kind of stuff, because I was, I was so angry um mm-hmm. that this this person had dismissed me um entirely and and just you know a, a lot of places will follow ADA guidelines but ADA guidelines um don't mean that it's accessible yeah. um and I I felt like I just had to turn my anger into something better um, and so using my network, finding the, the VP at Marriott there and, and being like, I have worked in huge brands for the last 20 years, you know, like, and I would be absolutely mortified if anyone who ever represented my company ever did anything like what this person did. And so um, please talk to me, like, please, yeah. um, you know, like like, let's learn from this. That's, that's always my thing is, is after something happens, you know, I'm, I'm doing this with the Denver Film Festival right now. I, I've done it with Meow Wolf in Denver. I've done it with Meow Wolf in, in Santa Fe. Um, you yeah. know, there's so many different experiences that I have. Um, I end up getting on a committee to advocate for better seating and, and stuff at Red Rocks. And this year, I've yes. seen Nathaniel Rateliff in the front row. Um, you know, and then moved on to working on the sidewalk initiative in Denver. Um, when, uh, when someone makes me angry, I turn it into action. Um, and I turn it into something that we can, um, grow and build and 
learn from because I, I do really strongly believe that there's so much growth that can happen from mistakes. Um, you know, my favorite tattoo or one of my favorite tattoos that I have is um, in Eileen's handwriting. Oh um, and it says, feel better. Um, and feel better is a, is a quote from Samuel Beckett. Um, it's ever try, ever fail, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. Um, and that yeah. has been how I've lived, um, lived my life. Um, everything that happens is an opportunity to fail better, um, to continue to, to learn from something. And the faster that we can, um, embrace our failures and the faster that we can really, um, find what the lesson is, find mm-hmm. what the thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the the more fulfilling, the more successful, um, the more uh, enriched your life really becomes. Yeah, absolutely. We can speak offline about things I'm going to want to do via my podcast to get your word out. Yeah, for sure. In July, that's going to be exciting. But I just want to say, um, you know, I think you're an incredible person and I've learned so much from you. And just by, just by knowing you, like you're just a radiant, you're radiant light, but what you're doing is beautiful work. It's fatiguing work, but you have the space right now for it. And you have the strength right now for that due to like, you know, dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, And I just want to say like Meow Wolf, hey, it is um, 2023. Just wondering when you will stop making your art exhibits um, not inclusive to everyone and and, and start with thinking, oh, someone with a wheelchair might have to come through here. Maybe I shouldn't make a laundry shoot. Yeah, like (laughs) like a laundry shoot that no one can fit through. Right, yeah. No, um, that has been one of my like biggest successes has been in, in Meow Wolf. You know, it was before yeah. the Denver opening. Yeah. Um, and in the Denver one, they do have a room that is um, dedicated to the disability history of Denver that was created by Wheelchair Sports Camp. Um, you know, and the- I love Wheelchair Sports Camp. Right? I miss uh, them. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's Absolutely. amazing. So yeah. yeah. So there's, there's like- really good things have come of it. Um, you know, when I contacted Red Rocks and um, had such a terrible experience with them, um, it changed. The next, you know, I went to a concert a few months later and they had attendance, they had gates, they had all of the accessible space blocked off. They had people there who were ready to get me anything that I needed. The bathroom was, was the right accessible bathroom. Um, people listen when people listen, um, and especially if they're actually motivated toward things, you know, like I, I definitely have experiences where it's ableist or, you know, like an awful time or whatever it might be that I, I give feedback and, um, immediately the the feedback is that I I've done something wrong or something like that and you know I I I know that's not true yeah and (laughs) and that it's still something that that um they can learn from whether they react in a way where I I feel like they've learned or not yeah um yeah 
So um, I'm going to share offline with you what I just did, uh, yeah. who, who I just sent it to, um, but uh, it's pretty big who I just sent it to. Uh, anywho, uh, I I think we are coming to a beautiful close of this podcast. Yeah. You're amazing. You're incredible. I'm proud to know you. I'm glad to help you in any way, shape or form. Yeah, this podcast Thanks, is yeah. tiny, but you know what? It is mighty. Um, and uh, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. So if you listen to this, yes. and you like this, and you want to be a guest, feel free to like my like, like my friend Christine Katrina. Wow, my brain is like Wee! meds were off. Um, <laughs> right. uh, um, just pop me a line. Go to please don't kick me out com or shoot me an email pdkmo podcast at gmail com. I'm on Instagram. Uh, please don't kick me at please don't kick me out. Um, and I'm everywhere else. Go to the website, buy my merch, whatever. Anywho, Katrina, it's been lovely. I hope you have yeah. an amazing weekend and you, you sit in that bathtub and you have a great old night. I love mm. you and care about you so much. I Thank love you and so care much. about you too. Okay. Please, um, reach out to me if you have yeah. any questions. Okay. Well, love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey weirdos, I want to share something with you I've been doing for a couple of months now. It is called Forbidden Bingo with my friend, DJ Rockstar Aaron. We are both from Denver. Uh, Great human. Something that they put on virtually out of the kindness of their heart every week. And I'm just going to start by saying it's 18 plus, just so you know. Um but it's Forbidden Bingo. Forbidden Bingo is so much fun. You can play it in person if you live in Colorado or if it plays other places, or you can play it virtually online every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Wow, I'm bad at time zones. But you know what? Just go to ForbiddenBingo.com, grab your tickets, and tell DJ Rockstar Aaron and Rich and all the other people that are playing that I sent you. That's ForbiddenBingo.com and unofficially, officially sponsors this podcast. Hey listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. In this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter p-d-k-m-o at checkout to receive 15% off your order. This has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.